Hello, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you in part by Story and Black Roofing. We've got you covered. Metal, slate, tile, and asphalt, shingle, we're locals you can trust. Story and Black Roofing right here in Pensacola, Florida. Give those guys a call. I'm your host, Thomas Faddish, alongside two other short track guys in the studio, as always. Jim Pokerant, driver of the 07 Can't Quit Fishing.com sportsman and 2021 sportsman champion, and Ted Baber, Ted Baber Video Productions. What's up, guys? Greetings. Evening, evening. Yeah, it's three days now, yep. and I have to make a correction. I know we've been harping on the Snowball Derby and the countdown, but three days actually start Snowball Derby season for everybody. Yes. That is going to be about two and a half days now because we are recording on a Wednesday night. Two and a half days, Friday night is the big get started season day, downtown Pensacola, historic Seville Quarter, Miss Snowball Derby pageant. Oh boy, 19 young ladies for $1,000 and to represent Five Flag Speedway in 2024. It's an honor. Yep, it's going to be neat, man. There's a bunch of young ladies going for this. Good luck to all of them. Absolutely. I'll be there. I'd like to I'd like to be there to support. Megan Gorham, my buddy Mike's daughter, is going to be in it. So I guess I'll be cheering for her, but I'll be cheering for all the other young ladies because that's pretty neat. That is that is really neat to have them and representing us because they represent the drivers, too. I guess stand next to ugly folks like me, so, you know. <laughs> Okay. Well, <laughs> $1,000 and a lot of jewelry around them. I don't yep. think they'll mind nope. at all. No. Nope. That is Friday night. That is at 7 o'clock downtown Pensacola at Seville Quarter. Be there. Uh, Saturday night uh, kicks off all the racing action, so to speak. Uh, the preview, uh, the story in Black Roofing Crown 40. Uh, $1,000 to the winner. Practice all day starts at 10 o'clock, goes until 6 uh, the crown stocks will be in practice in rotation. Now, I got word from Marcus uh, this morning. They will be in rotation to practice throughout the day, uh, and they will have group qualifying starting after practice closes. So that's going to be a big day. It is free admission for everybody. So if you haven't been to Five Flag Speedway, support the racetrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's free in the grandstand, but you have to pay to go get to the, the pits. pits yeah, it's free in the grandstand. You know, it's cool. There's 50 of those crown stocks as of right now signed up for that race. So there will be a B main. <laughs> Friday afternoon, so you want to be there for that one too, because let me tell you something. When it comes down to making the race, folks get silly. I know I've been in a B main a few times in my life, and I'm willing to send someone to make the show. So yeah, swapping paint don't even get it started. (laughs) He'd be swapping parts. Yeah, you'd be replacing bumpers after that race. (laughs) Well, we do have a sportsman uh, driver here in the studio. He's been here since we got started. Jim Pokrant, driver to zero seven can't quickerson.com sportsman. Well, tell me, during an open practice session like that, getting ready for a big race uh, in the near future after that, what what are some of the things you look for when you go out and run? Because I know the difference in track temperature and the day is going to be different, daytime, nighttime. What, what are some of the things you look for in practice? Well, it's going to be cool out, so it's going to be kind of similar. I'm sure we've never had a hot snowball derby at night, so, you know, the track temperature will be pretty decent. Um, mainly what we're looking for is we got to find some speed. I need, I need at least three tenths of a second. I found a problem with a bushing in the rear end that was out of place the last race. And that explains why the car looked like it ran, like it flipped a switch all of a sudden we were running with them. And then all of a sudden it wouldn't do anything. So, um, just looking for some speed. We'll, we'll try a different right rear spring. There's a couple little things I want to do. Um, big shout out to, uh, my sponsors, all pools, uh, can't quit fishing, Emerald Coast Remodeling and Trim, Ted Baber Video Productions yeah. is on board. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to thank Ben and and uh, everybody that's helped me out with the car. 
Um, we're looking forward to representing the podcast and getting a good finish. Maybe we can, uh, big squeak one out. If we could win a derby, uh, you know, it's, that's <laughs> going to be pretty awesome. That, that's the last thing on my bucket list in racing is win a snowball derby. Uh, one more, uh, that windshield came from, Oh, Pensacola glass. <laughs> yeah, I thank you. I keep forgetting those guys, <laughs> but it, it's, it's actually not in the car right now because the, it got so pitted up at Mobile because of everybody running down the dirt. But thank you for them this year because they were, right. it was a big, big help. And we're going to try to see if Ted can help us out and uh, Pensacola guys help us next year. We'll put a new windshield in her for next year and we'll get some of those tear offs that everybody talks about. <laughs> we need some of those. But anyway, thanks to everybody who helped me this year. We're, we're still having fun. <clears throat> My main goal this year is a win, but if we can go out there and have a good time Thursday night, Bring her home in one piece, drive yes. it back on the trailer because we haven't done that in a while at a snowball, <laughs> and just have fun. That's what I want to do. We want to enjoy it. We're going to be there Wednesday night at the Green Flag Party as the podcast, so you know, pay, pay attention for that also because I know Thomas is going to be there. Mm-hmm. He's going to be there Saturday. So we're going to have some fun. We're going to eat some chili and give some support to a, a, on, worthy, on, a very worthy cause. On Wednesday night, yes, yep. we are. Oh, yeah. So and tomorrow and then for Saturday, we're going to hang out all day and, and we'll have shirts and hats there yes. Saturday. So get with me or Thomas or Ted. Yeah. We hook you up with some swag from uh, uh, Short Track Guys podcast, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's cool hats. We wear them. Our shirts, we wear them every time we do a podcast. So please come see us. That is the Snowball Derby preview. Uh, story in black roofing. Crown stock 40, 1,000 to win, 10 to 6. Practice all day, in and out, rotating practice, and then the Crown Stocks will go and give their inaugural debut of the Derby 40 laps uh, thereafter. And, and I, I want to just go ahead and say, although they'll be in their practice rotation, they will not be uh, participating for that dash for cash. No. So just for anybody, if they hear this and are wondering, uh, I know that it hasn't been – through the wire yet so i don't know if anybody doesn't know but they will be in practice rotation but not for the dash of cash so just the rest of the show here we've got some historical news uh carolina prolate model series in uh, hickory motor speedway we'll get back to this just in a little bit i'm just going to give a rundown on some of the other things we're going to go over uh historical news there uh the 58th running of the governor's cup uh down in new smyrna this past weekend that was a big field and we've got results of that coming up soon uh a youngster Captures the pole at Riverhead, uh, the I Slip 300 up there in, in Long Island, New York. is a little quarter mile. They run the ground pounders up there, and we had a 12-year-old that took the pole against a big name we've mentioned, I don't know, the last three or four episodes. <laughs> we'll get back to that, too, and you won't be surprised with the name that comes out of that one. Uh, the USAC Midgets uh, at Bakersfield. Now we go from Long Island to California. <laughs> uh, the USAC Midgets opened up their West Coast swing at Bakersfield for the November Classic, which was a, a, a barn burner. Uh, the entry list for the South Carolina 400 at Florence Motor Speedway this weekend. There's some big names in that one, too. One particularly you probably are familiar with, I'm sure. Uh, the Turkey Derby 50 in the Wall Stadium. The Roar of the Jersey Shore up there in New Jersey. they got the Ground Pounders. they got the SK Modifieds and the Tour Type Modifieds. We're like the NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, but they just call them a little different. They're probably set up a little different. Jim can go over that when we get there. Um, but, hey, let's talk about this historic result at Carolina. Uh, at Hickory Motor Speedway in the Pro Late Model Series with Katie Hettinger winning for the first time in the Carolina Pro Late Model Series uh, at 16 years old. Wow. Took it to him by a half a second. (laughs) Yeah. Just got her driver's license so she can be on the road, but she's been on the track for quite a while and been quite successful. Well, she won down in New Smyrna earlier this year during Speed Weeks, 
and a pro late model driving for uh, Anthony Campy. So she's no slouch behind the wheel. And if you remember, if you uh, back last year, we had the the uh, owner of the Carolina uh, pro late model and modified series on our podcast talking about that series. And right. with her winning, that that really helps them grow some more. So that's that's a pretty cool deal. Yeah. Yeah, she had uh, 11 top 10 finishes um, and finished second in points to Caden Quapel when they had won the championship. That uh, top 10 finish stat tied Caden for that series, and um, she won Rookie of the Year, too. So, And she's going to be in Florence running up against these guys um, with the Carolina 400 this weekend. So, man, she's, uh, she's opened some doors, and she's uh, off and running for sure. That's for sure. It's going to be going to be a good show that 400 uh, lap race at Florence and the big names that are there. And that's usually one of the better shows. And I'll tell you something, the cars tour has really impressed me this year with uh, Jeff Burton, uh, Kevin Harvick and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Taking it over. Right. Um, I kind of like what the way they officiate things. You get stupid and fight or wreck on their racetrack and you get parked. <laughs> and speaking of that real quick, remember that six car that got wrecked and we were talking about, how it might end the season. Right. It absolutely did. I saw an article on Facebook where that kid said they were done till next year because wrecking that car, there was no way they were going to be able to get it fixed to run the 400 in Florence. So, <laughs> you know, that's a shame. Yeah, it is. It, it happens. And when you get, uh, you get involved with that and uh, take it back to the shop and don't know exactly what's going on. But then when you find that, that news that uh, you've got to hang it up, it's got to be, Right back to the, the, the chalkboard or the grinding stone and get ready for 2024. And it's just a sad way to go out. And, and we all know that getting in the car, something like that could happen mechanically. Um, as long as he's safe and everything's good, but yeah, it's yeah, just, he, uh, you don't want to go through that. But he got turned by a little rich kid. It yeah. wasn't this, this, this team here is a low buck operation. They were leading the race and that kid drove off in there and flat wrecked him. So yeah. I just, that's the only thing that's hurting. And these kids are seeing all this stuff in the truck series and things like that. And that's where they're learning how to do this. And they've got to get a handle on it. And that's, like I said, that's why I like the car store. They don't put up with it. Yeah, we, right. we saw that a, a couple of weeks ago in the, in the truck race where a couple of folks got together being just ignorant and cost uh, our buddy <laughs> a Grant Enfinger a championship. championship. He, right. he, there was only three laps left. Yeah. So Could it be. is what it is, but just congratulations to the car store for keeping things under control because yep. that's that's something that needs to happen. Right. Well, 18 prolate models in that event at Hickory uh, in the Carolina prolate model cookout 100. Uh, Katie Hettinger wins by half a second over Max Reeves, Hayden Mowry, Kyle D'Souza, EJ Tamayo. And yeah, they're going to go on and uh, hopefully she do well uh, in Florence. Uh, we'll see and we'll have updates that uh, next Wednesday. After those results come out, um, we've got results from the Governor's Cup, and we do want to apologize. We're not bringing that up uh, as an event coming up this past weekend, last Wednesday's episode. But, hey, surprise, the Governor's <laughs> Cup in New Smyrna, and we got some results from that enormous field. Yes, we did. And we've been talking about New Smyrna, and a, a, a local he hero actually took that one. Somebody we have talked about just a whole lot here is Stephen Nassi. We, I, I got to see some of the race, not a whole lot of it. Those last few laps were just were awesome. Uh, it was it was back and forth quite a little for a long time until uh, well, so unfortunately, as you'll find out, somebody had a problem and they didn't uh, finish the way they wanted to, uh, no doubt. But anyway, uh, as I mentioned, Stephen Nassi was he took the uh, the win. Anthony Sergio was second, and Jesse Dutility Dutili. We'll, <laughs> we'll try to get that one right. Uh, he uh, was the last one on the podium. 
Michael Goddard, and Daniel Webster rounded out the top five. Then it was Brad May, Bobby Good, John Aramandia, and a local boy did really well. Connor Sutton wound up in the top ten in ninth place. And then uh, Brian Honer uh, finished 10th. And then William Byron, who was given Stephen Nassie fits for the race win for the, at the at very end, had an oil pressure problem, when I understand. And he wound up 11th. And it was Ross Francisco, Jesse Love, who we talked about quite a bit, uh, Michael Atwell, and Jonathan Nee, who I was going to say hauled the furthest out, but uh, that actually goes to Jesse Love. He hauled out all the way from Redwood City, California. Um, then John Kaufman, Brian Finney, Ryan Herbert, and uh, Gio, Gio. <laughs> they've got a Giovanni. We know better. We will just call him Gio Ruggiero. Finished 19th, and Trenton Herdick actually uh, wound up in the 20th spot. Then Bobby Gordon, George Gorm, and Wes Burton. We had two non-starters, Nick White. And Richard Elkins, a really local driver from Auburndale, uh, those two unfortunately did not start the race, but it was an awesome race. <laughs> well, the entire top five was from down there. I mean, you're talking about Brad May and Sergi and all them. Those guys all come from down there. So, yeah, that local boy stood up and stood out. Right. I they mean, showed him how to get it done. <laughs> yeah. Smyrna is a fun racetrack. I, like I said, I've raced there. I that's, a, that, that's a blast to get around. I like that place. Yeah, and on Saturday night before the big race, uh, the prelude to that Governor's Cup was the prolate model portion of that. And uh, Gavin Bichelle, uh and Jason Vale, Dawson Sutton, Hudson Bolger, and Anthony DeCataldi round at the top five. And Gavin Bichelle and Dawson Sutton are that Rackley War team, number 25 and 26. Man, they've they just kind of run over everybody in these, uh, <laughs> you know, the prolate model series. They're running all over the place. You know, if they don't run over each other, they will. <laughs> yeah, they don't wreck each other. That's happened, too, or run yeah. over somebody else. Yeah. Uh, and a quick shout out to our own uh, Alabama's Grant Thompson. He went down to New Smyrna and won the truck portion of the Governor's Cup. And from what I understand, he was fastest qualifier, sit on the pole, and put the smack down on him. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> I mean, he was gone, son. Congratulations, Grant. Great job, buddy. In that 54 truck? The 54 truck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's won quite a bit up here in that truck, too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He, he won the track championship. Yeah. Spanked so, him on regular occasions here, too. <laughs> yeah, and won a pro late model race then to last year in Mobile. When we went over to Mobile, he won. So Grant's going to be tough at the Derby. It's going to be interesting to see how well he does at the snowball. He's liable to put the whoop on him there. Or two. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, he only did not win one race this season. I think he finished second or third one in that one. So I think so. Yeah, he yeah. finished second because uh, um, I can't think of one at the ten truck. He let him go because he. Uh -huh. There was a night of the champions. He didn't want to win. He didn't win that race. Night of champions. The ten truck did. No. No. So good job, guys. Well, you know, we we talked about uh, youth and experience quite a bit, uh, especially when we got started. We were really heavy on the youth versus experience, and we got into a conversation about that. Uh, there was a youngster uh, this past weekend up at Riverhead uh, in the I-Slip 300 uh, in the tour type or Whalen modified type cars, what we call the ground pounders, uh, up in Long Island. And he's 12 years old, and his name is Polly Hartwig the uh, third. sat on the pole. Uh, set fast time against guys like uh, this gentleman that ended up winning. Paulie, unfortunately, ran up front and gave him all he could, but he slipped back a little bit and ended up seventh in the field. Mm -hmm. Matt Hirschman, 
Have you ever wow. heard of that guy? Once in a while, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. he wins a few modified races here, and one or two here yeah. and there. Yeah, I mean, he does been, okay. He does okay. He has been <laughs> kicking their behinds <laughs> this year. I don't even think he he's been in his own zip code. <laughs> yeah, and I read something earlier that's uh, that's interesting about the Hurstmans. You know, there's a long lineage of racing through the Hurstmans family. Uh, it's the first win. Now, Matt Hurstman has won just about everywhere, but this is one of the tracks that he nor any of his family in 30-plus years at Riverhead has ever won until this past weekend. Broke the ice. <laughs> well, he got or did, so yep. awesome job, man. Matt Hurstman's I mean, he kicked butt down at New Smyrna at Speed Weeks. I think he yeah. won every single modified race in Speed Weeks, so yeah. <laughs> he shows up, everybody else goes, oh, man, come on. Yeah, we're <laughs> racing for second tonight, fellas. <laughs> yeah, and, and throughout this whole time when he hasn't won there, he kept thinking it was the racetrack. But this time he's convinced it's the car because he hasn't had cars quite this good. And he said it was really good tonight. And um, Mark Stewart uh, finishes second. Timmy Salamito, uh, Roger Turbush, and Kyle Elwood round out the top five. And like we said, Polly Hartwig, 12 years old, uh, giving Matt Hirschman up front right at the beginning a lot to handle. And um, he comes home seventh. And Dave Sapienza, unfortunately, another notable we had finished top ten. But that's not the night that he was expecting. But, man, they put on a good show. If you haven't seen videos of those highlights, man. Whew. Awesome <laughs> deal. Yeah, those are, that's a, those, are, those are awesome cars. I'd love to see them come down and run five flags. Yeah, that would be neat. But if you ever get a chance to go see them run New Smyrna, I, I haven't got a chance to see them run there either. And uh, I'd like to go down for Speed Weeks one time and get to watch those cars because I hear, man, those things are, they shake, literally shake the ground when they're out there. <laughs> it's on our Grand Canyon list. It's gotten beyond the size of a dumpster now. We got to pull it on the Grand Canyon. Yep. It's, just... it's a valley list. <laughs> it's all in the valley. Yeah. I think we're, we're looking for acreage to put, how many yes. dumpsters yeah. are we at now? <laughs> 14. They just keep filling up. Eventually we'll start opening one of them and get to it. Yeah. yeah eventually. One of these days. Bakersfield Speedway. Everybody heard of that? Bakersfield, California. Bakersfield Speedway kicked off their traditional West Coast swing with the November Classic. It was a 30-lap main. Now, these are the midgets uh, with the likes of Emerson Axum, Logan Seavey, Justin Grant, Cannon McIntosh, Carson Macedo, and Buddy Copoid. Well, those happen to be all the ones in the top five. Yes. So, Logan Seavey comes away with the win, and those guys are doing a slide job from oh, one end to the other, the whole entire 30 laps. <laughs> yeah, they get out in the marbles, and they're just bouncing around, and then they'd slide up a little bit, so I'd get back underneath them, they'd go down three and four, and they'd swap places. God, it was fun to watch. Yeah, you can't. One of them, I think, it was one lap. They got called Logan McSeavey Wheelie or something like that. We got up on all, all the front end, just got up off coming up a four turn. But uh, that they they put on a great show, wing or no wing. They're yeah. they're they're good. Yeah. yeah, they're insane without a wing though, because there's no downforce. Yeah. That's why they bounce around so much, and it's crazy. It's, I've seen them bounce up, flip over in the air, land on all four wheels, and <laughs> keep, on, keep going. on going. Yeah, like Brian Gerstner, one of those guys that we talked about, setting a track record here locally, yeah. uh, mm. almost into the 12-second mark. Oh, oh yeah. So uh, yeah. That, but that's a 410 sprinter. Those things are insane, too, especially when they run them without wings. I don't yeah. how you could climb in a sprint car with a 410 cubic inch engine mm -mm. and run without downforce. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's when they end up almost in the damn parking lot. Yeah. No, 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 thank you. If I had to do one, it'd have to have a wing on it or I'm not getting yeah. in it. As far as they don't have Boeing or Delta written on it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. November 24th and November 25th. This, uh, I know it's a little early, but I just planted the seed. The tour top mitifieds of 150 laps. Uh, the Tom Warnock Jr. Memorial. 
SK Wall Modifieds up there at the Turkey Derby 50, what they call the Roar of the Jersey Shore. Back up again, New Jersey again, New Jersey, Connecticut. That's where all the late model uh, modified drivers that are like the Matt Hirschmans and everybody, I'm sure we'll see them. And uh, maybe the Myers will go up from uh, Bowman Gray. or But we'll have results on that. That is going to come up in another week or two. But um, that is just November 24th and 25th, 150 laps of modifieds. Wow. Getting it done. <laughs> Roar of the Jersey Shore. That's pretty cool. Oh, like yeah, Joyzy. Yeah. They're from Joyzy up there. <laughs> yeah. Over here. You from Joyzy? I'm from Joyzy. <laughs> and we've got some congratulations uh, coming up. We did uh, uh, did throw a shout-out to the Enduro Cornbread 150 at Southern oh, Raceway in Milton last know? Saturday. Jim was there, and Jim's got a little bit to say about that one. Sean Goodwin. He's a dirt track master, got it done. And I apologize. Dylan was the first name of the guy who runs second. I cannot, I couldn't find his last name. He was driving an Infinity, like a sports car Infinity, rear wheel drive. And he <laughs> gave Sean everything he wanted. It was a great battle to the finish. They ran 75 the right way and then they turned him around and ran him 75 the other way. With passengers. Yeah, with passengers, if you want to ride, I'm gonna. There's one coming up in January. I want to get a car together for that. But shout out to Marcus Story, and then they brought four cars, and they were all running very well. One of them lost a tire, one of them lost power, and uh, Ryan Blake was doing really well. He got hit in the front bumper and split the uh, wiring harness in half, and of course, can't run without wires. Nope. So it shut off. But uh, Garrison wound up finishing like seventh or eighth uh-huh. and he had flat tires and overheating problems. They had to come in. Marcus had to keep cooling the car down and uh, he went out and I think he run he run in the top 10 and a big shout out to one of our local racers for years. We got to get him on here sometime. Rocky Boyd finished yeah. fifth in that enduro <laughs> race. They said he finished third. They had transponder problems. I don't know any more than that, but man, it was cool to see Rocky Boyd back in a race car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hadn't seen him in a while. He's nuts, dude. I'm going to tell you something. That, that dude is crazy. Yeah. He's a great guy. His whole family's nuts. I love all of them, man. The Boyd family, I, I, I can't say enough when they had Boyd's radiator service, and I used to go yeah. sit and listen to Alton Boyd tell stories, yeah. and he'd have you on the floor laughing. They Rocky's the same way. They don't live in the same neighborhood as Wright, dude. No, no there is no, no. They, no they, the neighborhood they live in is over near me. They all live in Brownsville. Yeah. <laughs> Wackadoodles. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Brownsville. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's right. The hood. D.A. Hood. West side is the best side. That's baby. right. <laughs> well, the Northwest Super Late Model Series opens up their season in 2024. I know that's, uh, it just comes out, so we have to throw it out there in April 7th. That's a little bit of ways away, but yeah. that's the Apple Cup 125. Now, we've touched on the Northwest Super Late Model Series out there in the Washington, California, Oregon area. Uh, I'm sure they've got big names, and a lot of those names might be familiar coming to the Snowball Derby, but uh, mm-hmm. that's just an added expense to the expense that's already involved. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a long drive from out there, but they, they their late model races are really good. I have some friends, the Gens family, that's from out that way, and they te- they keep me informed about those guys, so it's it's going to be a good show. And those are, all those races out there are awesome. And speaking of racing, uh, we do have some competition besides racing. Every once in a while it happens. Uh, in this particular case, it's the Randy Dorton Hendrick Engine Builder Showdown. Uh, they've had this for several years now, and uh, they start off with six qualifying rounds, 12 teams, and they whittle it down to two. And as you might expect, the two top teams are consistent anyway, because uh, last year uh, it was a... 
believe it or not, a 13-second difference between first and second place. And uh, the teams were Hendrick Motorsports heavyweights Danny Emmerich and Scott Vester. Once again, this year, as you can't possibly imagine being any closer than that, the winning margin was point. 9-1, not 9.1, but .91 seconds. Those guys were getting it done. Wow, wow that's incredible. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty neat. Yeah. Engine tear down and rebuild yeah. in Complete. maybe less than 30 minutes. Yeah. Yep, that's, that's starting incredible. with the whole motor, taking it apart, putting it back together, and they should make them start it, don't they? Do they make them start it? Or I, think, I think I think they do. I yep. think they actually make yep. them fire it off. Yeah. It has to run for so many seconds. Yeah. Yeah, Ain't going to be perfect, but it's got to run for so many seconds. And that was a Hendrick team. Oh, yeah. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah, they used to be the baddest yeah. engine builder in the business. Now they're building, everybody has to have the same motors, which I hate. I miss <laughs> the days when they could make more horsepower, but it is yeah. what it is. <laughs> Speaking of uh, some local racing, we talked about earlier about the Crown Stock 40. Uh, there's 50 cars entered in this race far away from Anderson, Indiana, as, south, as far south as Miami, Florida. Going to be a heck of a show, fellas, and that's that's probably not everybody. There's probably going to be a couple more that come in, but Anderson, Indiana, that's a long haul. There's some people from Ohio. Um, we'll we'll cover that race next week when it's over with, and I'm going to be there live. And we may I may go live on Facebook. Just keep your eyes open because it's going to be a great race. <laughs> Can't wait to see that. Yeah, and uh, it's free. Reminder: it yeah, is free, free admission. To free admission the in the grandstands. grandstands. Yeah, yes. grandstands will open at ten o'clock. Uh, you sit there and, and watch the rotating practice all day, and then uh, after six o'clock, Crown Stocks will do their group ball qualifying, and um, they'll do a forty lap beat and bang. And don't forget the B main. The B main. There's, there's, I think they're taking forty cars or thirty cars, and the rest of them are going to run the B main to make it in. So hang on to your hat because that's going to be a good one. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Checkers or wreckers, baby. That's it. Be down there in turn three and four and watch who gets punted and who who receives the punt. Yeah, there's going to be a couple of those. Yeah. B main being a last chance for yeah, like last advancing. It, it's got different names, yeah. B main, last chance qualifier, LCQ. Yeah. Some people I hate. I get people have to abbreviate everything, but last chance qualifier. We used to just call it the last chance race. Yeah, the uh, I was down there in New Smyrna for that race. The guy that won the race overall came from the LCQ. Yep. Wow! Get there. Wow! I've I've, I've started <laughs> he had to start in the rear too, didn't yeah. he? He did. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty dead gum cool, and uh. I would like to thank a certain group of individuals, especially one of them sitting in this room with us. He's a veteran. Uh, last weekend was, uh, this past weekend was Veterans Day. Yep. And uh, we want to thank all the men and women who serve and have served our great nation and look out for our well-being because without them, we have not a country. And I uh, just want to thank our vets. Ted, thank you for serving our, our country. Thank you for what you do. Thank you to all the men and women that do. And God bless you. And we'll pray for you every day. Absolutely welcome. <laughs> right. When we say keep America strong, yep. stay strong, America, mm-hmm. in those words, that's really where where we're coming from. Amen to that, because without a military, we, without our police, without our EMTs, without that thin blue line, we have nothing. Right. It's, it is the glue that keeps us together, for sure. That's right. And uh, the, old, the vets like Ted that are still kicking and running around, <laughs> they can still do the job if we need them to. That's it. And we'll see. Yeah, we it's all I'm gonna say. We'll see. Yeah, it could happen again. <laughs> you never know. So, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, just just want to do just want to throw that out there because it was this past week, and uh, you know, congratulations to all the veterans, and God bless you, and thank you for what you do. Amen. So I completely agree. <laughs> so well, until.
next Wednesday, guys. You know, it's always a pleasure to get together and talk short track racing and uh, events events in the past, events in the future. Uh, the big one coming up in, i going to say, maybe 20-some days or just a little less. Two days now, yeah. uh, down Friday in Pensacola, Florida, at Seville Quarter. Kicks off our Snowball Derby season uh, with the pageant. And then uh, the Crown Stock 40, open practice, free admission. Man, I can't wait. I'll be there. Be there. Hopefully, be there. everybody else will be there. Oh, yeah. Yes. Everybody come out and at least eat a hot dog, buy a T-shirt, watch the races. Yeah. Yep. Thank you all to our listeners. Thank you to Story and Black Roofing uh, for your support. Look, uh, look forward to a lot of more uh, lengthy, continued support from everybody. Um, Short Track Guys podcast signing off with a one, two, three. Let's go, Brandon. Good night, everybody. Be strong, America. Thanks for listening.